everybody. This is Griffin McRoy for Cold Games Inc. Unfortunately, Nick's not going to join me this week because he is in prison. And he's in prison. He did a cr- he did the crime. I didn't know it was a crime until our last episode went out of wearing socks in a hot tub. Didn't know that that was in... Apparently, it's in the Bill of Rights of the Constitution. Uh, but I'm trying to get him on the on the jail phone to call him up. And I know he's only got like 60 minutes, so we got to keep it tight. Hold on. Here it goes. Ring, ring, jail phone. Oh, hey. Hey, hey! that was weird because it made, like, the sound of buttons being pressed on a phone as, like, the ring of a phone. That was my it, end. I, I've been in here for what feels like a couple of years, and I've forgotten how a phone works. So I think I was mashing it too hard against my face, and I was hitting all of the different buttons at once. Nicholas J. Mm-hmm. Robinson, do you feel like your sentencing of 20 years of jail for socks in a hot tub, do you think that was too too harsh? I think where I come down on it is this. Um, I accept my punishment. I accept my crime. I I agree with a 20-year sentence for somebody who does that, uh, like, thinking that it's all right. Do you know what I mean? I thought it would be silly, and I realize now that it's not a joking matter, and I want to apologize individually to every uh, single listener that we have who feels hurt by my actions. So okay, like- yeah, just do it name by name. Just go through your Twitter mentions, because yeah. you, you really, the, that oh, is the, the problem of us doing a video pool games inc mm-hmm. is that a lot of people are going to see your fashions Man, and my they, fashions and my fashions weren't great but yours were like so bad if people could see what i'm wearing on any given cool games inc i think it would it would probably raise a lot of red flags for i'm me. wearing a sports tank top right now yeah i'm wearing uh a shirt with you remember in pokemon they had that like slot machine game in red and blue that you could go play yeah for sure i'm wearing a shirt with that on it which also happens to be what i wore yesterday Oops. Yeah, whoops-a-daisy. Pobody's Nerfect. Um, we don't have a game to, like, circle back on because we haven't made one, I feel like, in a couple CGIs, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, we've kind of been heads down. We like to do this thing uh, every every fiscal quarter at Cool Games, Inc., where we kind of put our heads down and we just jam out on some... Kind of, we decide to ch- change our path and kind of loosen things up and maybe try some silly ideas. Yeah, uh, we got we do, we call it a loosey-goosey, profit-free f- frink tank. Mm-hmm. We call it the frank, we, frank Tank. We purposely fuck up that last word. Um, Can so, I tell you? I don't know if this will be funny, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. Uh, I was sending someone like a work-related YouTube video that was very long today, and I tried to send them a uh, a deep link, which is uh, YouTube's term, and I think the colloquial term for uh, a hyperlink that links to a specific moment in it. So if you want to link on SoundCloud to a certain moment or on YouTube okay. to a, that timestamp, that's a deep link. Um, but a lot of our communication here at Polygon takes place, as you know, in a virtual chat room called Slack. Mm. And I did type dink link. Um, and I think that dink link is very good. And uh, that's my whole story. Dink link. Now, let's use that. Mm-hmm. let's channel that energy into something profitable yeah now t- tell me if you think that this is too ambitious but i think that should be the only submission we take this week is we're going to do <laughs> 60 minutes of dink link hey do you want to do some video game submissions yeah we got a bunch you kind of put a little british inflection on the end of your question there which was fun oh, di- oh didn't i mm-hmm. um here's a submission from osaka wild that's mac please stop on twitter who says oops we ordered too many dentures now grandma looks like a shark um, that technology exists, probably. Yeah, sure. Just to kind of give give her rows that go all the way back, so that when she opens her mouth, she looks kind of like a like a Five Nights at Freddy situation, or a Coneheads. Sure, it could be a Conehead situation. Um, I don't want to dive too deep into this one, just because grandmas and dentistry again, kind of. Fuck, you're right. 
Yeah. I guess I just uh, wanted to, it's a Misery Loves Company thing where I got that mental image in my mind and I want to make sure I'm not the only one who's thinking about no, I appreciate woman it. with just 1,000 teeth. Yeah, just there. an embarrassment of <laughs> Embarrassment teeth. of dental riches. Um, how about this one? Uh, and it was, it was sent in by Rugby Ball, Ginger X Snap on Twitter. And it's a screen cap, I believe, of the television show Cutthroat Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it's a man, and he's got a mustache and some glasses. And the man is saying, and I know what the man is saying because of the caption, I want to beat my mother at horseshoes. I, I saw this. I like this. So it's subtitled, right? That's what he's saying. I um, want to beat my mother at horseshoes. So this is a game that not necessarily do you have to play horseshoes. You just have to want to win you want you you have to want your mom to lose and for you to win so bad. And if you want it enough, it's like the secret. You just you just win. You will it into being. So how is the game uh, kind of quantifying your desire to beat your mother at horseshoes? And are you inhabiting a character, or is this literally a like you the player need to? You're not getting all one thousand achievement points until we know that you badly need to beat your mother at what i think is probably one of the worst sports there is that <laughs> the, sport fucking sucks it's so you it's, you're in texas right so like there's a state mandated horseshoe field in everyone's backyard yeah i own a horseshoe set um and i'll play it it's not my favorite of the yard games mm-hmm. um and here's why you could play that game for a million infinity years you know in bill and ted where they like travel f- through time and get really sick at guitar um and then like that's kind of sad because and they come back and they play the concert because like yo we just took 30 years of guitar lessons with george carlin mm-hmm. they and hermione like, grangered it like grangered it but it, they also th- lost 30 years of their fucking lives yeah, and they that's... don't really address that human cost mm-hmm. they come back and it's like wild stallions we just put on the best concert ever too bad we missed our fucking 20s 30s and 40s yeah jump straight to 50 do not pass go um anyway you could spend infinity years training in, in some sort of magical time-stopped facility where they trained horseshoes warriors of the future and you would never get any better at that game. It is impossible to get better at horseshoes. Nobody's good at horseshoes. You're just lucky. Right. No, that's literally how it'd be like if basketball, if like they decided to change the rules so that the basketball was just a semicircle. So, oops, you were dribbling it and it just stopped. It just landed flat on the ground. Like there's a, It's like a ring toss game where the ring is missing most of the ring. Of that's the ring. not a good game. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think maybe you plug in that Wii Vitality sensor, and that can read complex emotions. Like right. your your yourself, Nick, right. is divided into the id, the ego, the super ego, and the desire to really stick it to your mom on the horseshoe court. Right, and, and so the vitality and, sensor is checking your pulse and your heart rate. So you can you can like there's a mic hooked up, and you can say that you want to beat your mom at horseshoes, but. You, you, it can tell, right? It, it knows. It, oh, it absolutely knows. But maybe, maybe you uh, you plug in the game, you jack in the vit- vitality sensor, you put it right into your spinal column or wherever that thing needs to go. We'll never know, I guess. And like, as soon as you, the, your your CSF starts like flowing through the vitality sensor, um, the game is immediately like, "Well, game over." You really fucking super duper want to beat your mom at horseshoes? Like, we have nothing left mm-hmm. to do here. You've won. You've exhausted it of all of its meaning. You already won. Is there a return window? Can you go get your money back if you were just born wanting to beat your mom at horseshoes? Um, well, the problem is once that vitality sensor's in there, it's really... It doesn't come out, huh? It doesn't. It doesn't. Are, now, are there any augmentations to that? Does it work with any other games? Is there any reason to have that? Uh, yeah, n- yeah, Nick, it's a Nintendo piece of uh, uh, <laughs> peripheral hardware peripheral. That, last forever. that works with just everything, man. Mm-hmm. 
all of it and all the features are so robust yeah like this one you put it on the wii u gamepad and you get an extra life are you excited for the uh the new pack of uh e-reader cards to come out this weekend i see oh, the line man. around the block at gamestop I'm fucking already psyched dude and i'm gonna put those right on my donkey kong bongos and then throw the whole thing into a fucking volcano I man, I don't. I I gotta draw the line somewhere. And making fun of the DK bongos is probably where that line is for me. I know we we play with some edgy material on this show from time to time, and we get a little, we get we get like we get a little aggressive, and we like. There's nothing we won't joke about, but yeah, leave the bongos alone. Well, some some of us have like real lives outside of making videos for the video game website, so we uh-huh. don't have time to hack that technology into other fucking video games. You, you psychopath. Like YouTube.com/slash Babylonian. Check it out. Tune in. Uh, hit me with a suggestione. Uh, here's one from Gray on Twitter who says, Sonic 25th Anniversary Edition, where Sonic is 25 years older than his first appearance. So is, I'm about- is he not? Sonic doesn't age. He's got like a, a Rugrats thing going on, I think. Uh, the Rugrats, uh, okay, definitely aged. Rugrats uh, all grown up grown is up. not canon. Ask the creator of Rugrats. That's some Klasky, You're talking bullshit. about Klasky Zupo? I'm talking about anything after the movie Rugrats Go to Paris does not count. So those those babies are just sort of frozen in amber until yeah. somebody picks up the mantle again and Exactly. And what that's about Rugrats what about the Rugrats live stage show? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I guess not. Of course that I'm offended that you would even ask that. That's fucking shit tier Rugrats content. <laughs> Garbage for baby. Anyways, Sonic twenty fifth anniversary, I like because like a twenty five years older Sonic, I'm imagining him doing like a lot of convention appearances, like he's Rolling up to, literally, I guess, rolling up to Comic-Con and, like, charging kind of way too much to get autographs from kids. So are the Sonic games going on without him? You're making it sound like he is, like, this brand ambassador outside of the games Oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, it's like an original Kramer situation or whatever where it's, like, he's the real Sonic, but, like... I'm saying that this... Sega's abandoned him. This fucking dude roll up into the Sonic Boom studio and was like, oh, guys... That's me and that's me in there. What are you doing to me? But they won't let him in, huh? They won't let him into. It's the... like a David Hater situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Just so, I'm. Yeah, I think that it's. That's. I'm kind of surprised that's not where we're at with Sonic today. Like every every time a Sonic game sells, and I, I don't think they're selling that well. Like my understanding of Sonic Boom was kind of a, a swing and a miss. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think that we're very clearly nearing the point in Sonic's lifespan where he is no good to anyone except for like the thirty people who would stand in line and get him to like autograph my copy of Sonic Adventure Two Battle it for the took GameCube. Took you a second to figure out a last good one. Think, I was like, I had to go back. In a, Sonic Colors is all right. Um. Uh, how Everyone says d- that Sonic Colors was all right, but it wasn't great. It was yeah. the least worst Sonic game of the past ten years, and Sonic sure. Generations is the one of the worst feeling video games I've ever played. Okay, uh, here's one from Fontiago. Eden, you're on just Twitter. gonna do two in a row. Yeah, huh? two in a row. I, you've, come on, I gotta, I gotta get at least one good one in the first fifteen, or otherwise, <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> here's one from Fontiago on Twitter who says, "Chicken soup for the dark soul." Ooh, okay, um, kind of against the whole ethos of the. Of the Chicken Soup franchise? And the Souls franchise, Okay, yes. well, that's what I think that's what's fun. I'm imagining a an actual physical book that, that gets put out, and there's a small microphone attachment on the top. Maybe it's the, the We Speak mic from Animal Crossing on the Wii, who knows? Um, but there's a mic on top, and the, the way this works is you have to read the book out loud, and if you stumble, oh, you you, dot, you got to start all the way over from the beginning of the book. <laughs> So it that's really way is... more. That's way better than my idea, which was you just play Dark Souls, but then if you fall down a pit, it's like you died. Yeah, but that's okay. That's all here's right. a fun. Here's a fun story about a guy that died one time. <laughs> yep, my my uncle. 
Um, ah, oh, man, I'm re- I really don't want to go on this fucking bridge because I know there's a dragon on the other end and it's like kind of a crapshoot whether or not you can get past its fire breath before it kills you. And I, I just beat the Taurus demon. So I've got like a lot of souls and I just really don't want to do this. That's fine. But anyway, here's an uplifting story about mm-hmm. dragons. Dragons in general. You always wonder about the dragon just beyond. There's always a dragon on the next bridge and sometimes it's okay to just sit down. And, and that, that dragon is drugs. Oh, oh, shit. I got the wrong book. This is for the drug soul. The drug soul. Um, I got one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of dragons, it's from Russell Falconer. Russell in Everyday on Twitter who says, Imagine, imagine dragons, dragons. Okay. So is this part of the, the Imagine Babies series of games? Like, is this in that, that milieu? I think so. But Imagine Dragons is not a... Uh, imagine dragons is not my favorite band weird okay <laughs> whether or not they used to be i'm going to leave sort of obscure because i was gonna ask have you heard radioactive now no i no, i i haven't heard radioactive because i haven't worked i didn't work in the video games industry oh yeah you in just like kinda, fucking 2013 i remember you got in like some you got in a small like a, a biplane crash right mm. at the i think it was 20 13 that that happened to you and you actually right. lost all memories from all the two my, years prior my head came right off it came off they screwed it back on and they're like all right he's 99.5 percent there but he has no memory of any Ubisoft press conference yeah um imagine imagine dragons dragons because the name is an imperative whether or not mm-hmm. you want to like read it like that yeah imagine so hey imagine some fucking dragons okay okay it's red and it's got four wings? Hell yeah, son. That's dope. Keep going. It's fire breath is yellow and it has lightning properties? It does Fuck have yeah, lightning. dog. I love a dragon with lightning properties. Um, that's sick, I, as, that's sick thing, as hell. I love everything that you're saying, Griffin, but what you're describing right now is a game called Imagine Dragons. And we're talking about a game called Imagine Imagine Dragons Dragons. So is right, this- so the, Im- the band Imagine Dragons has a dragon. That's it. That's it. That's it? That's it. Oh, so you're putting an apostrophe after the S in in dragons. Imagine, imagine dragons as dragons. Yeah. Okay. Not imagine, imagine dragons as dragons, which is where I was taking it. That's fine, but no, the band Imagine Dragons has dragons. Where are they keeping them? Where are they keeping them? I don't know, but they're not they're not sharing that with us. That's true. I do think that there's like because there is an undeniable. Uh, supernatural quality to their music. There's a catchiness to it that I think kind of borders on the occult, uh, especially with their hit song Radioactive. And I do wonder, I have wondered before, are are they, is there a dark art? Is the lead singer of of Imagine Dragons, does he have half of a dragon's heart in his heart where his heart should be? You're saying it's it's like a Fire Emblem Fates thing, like he was adopted by the rest of the members of Imagine Dragons. Well, I was more saying it's like a dragon heart thing because that's literally the plot of the movie Dragon Heart. Hey, Surprise, I haven't seen Dragonheart. I haven't seen any fucking movies. That's right, I forgot. Um, in the movie Dragonheart, Sean Connery plays the voice of a big dragon, and then there's a prince that gets hurt, and so they put half of the dragon's heart into the boy's heart to save him. Hey, guys. That's a crazy that's procedure. Crazy, that's a crazy procedure, first of all. Where's it? What doctor in, throughout the land would be like, fuck yeah, dude, I got this. Give me that dragon's heart, half of it. Great. Second of all, dragons are like mega big. Right. So this dragon, half of a dragon's heart, even if you get like one atrium, one ventricle, it's going to be most of the child's body, I think. Yeah, really, yeah that's an issue. It's like if a, if you had a sort of a brain injury and you're like, all right, well, sorry, your son 
lost the left half of his brain, but we did dig we, up this T-Rex brain, and we're going to just plink well, that little acorn brain thing. Well, T-Rex is super little. Right. Still doesn't work, though. Still Griffin, wouldn't work. Because it's not the right... It doesn't fit. You doesn't might want a fit. person's body part. Usually. I would love it. They'd, like, reveal it, like, close to the halfway point of that movie. Like, you can't kill the bad prince, because you'll kill the Sean Connery dragon at the same time. And it's, like, a big surprise. I think it would be better if it wasn't a surprise, because the whole time, that prince is just, like... And his body's all swollen up from the gigantic dragon heart inside him. Right, like his blood goes into the heart at a normal speed, but it comes out at about his 800 whole, miles per hour. His whole fucking body just pulsates. See, the left half of him is just ragdolling constantly, which I do think could be enjoyable. Um, here's one from Nate Johnson, spelled G-N-A-Y-T, which is a fun spelling for that name, who says, Parappa the Mapper, a rhythmic cartography adventure, which, oh, that sounds good. I, it's so easy to imagine how that would work. I'm imagining... Is it so easy? Because I imagine it's actually so, so hard. I think it's... Well, here's what I'm picturing, and you're going to have to help me work out the kinks here, but for me, I'm imagining this... I mean, Parappa the Rapper had, I think, probably the toughest grading metric for any rhythm game i've ever played like you have to be fucking johnny on the spot with that timing or it doesn't count and i'm imagining a game with a similar strictness but instead of it being like a pass fail thing uh the less precise your button presses are the less precise your map is so it's oh, kind okay. of a 50 first 50 percent is you doing the cartography and that's the first half of every level the second half is you using your map uh, which is really good if you're great at rhythm games and really shitty if you're oh, bad at them. Oh, I see, I see. And uh, depending on how bad you do, your map could be unreliable. You could end up in a pit, something like that. See, I was envisioning a game where you just try to draw an outline of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Because that is, um, that is basically the hardest thing that you can do. Right. And where's the? Where, how does the rhythm work its way into it? Where, how is that a rhythmic cartography adventure? Well, the whole time you're doing it, you have to be beatboxing. And that's what makes the ink. Mm-hmm. So you have an ink well, and you're drawing this map, but you have to be like... Can, do you want to like, work the names of some states in there? Or? Yeah, it's like... That is good. When you, uh, can, by the way, can we make that's what makes the ink kind of the slogan for Cool Games Inc.? Like we put that on the back of the box. Oh, yeah. That's and our version. That's of, like the, that's the that, way the cookie crumbles. And that's what makes the dink. That's what makes the dink. <laughs> Dot link. Um, um, hey, you got anything? You? Yeah, I got a lot. Um, we got a few requests from people asking us to like bring back stuff that we like goofed on that they actually thought were like really dope ass ideas. I'm willing to do that. Um, first off, I want to address this picture submission that somebody sent in. Uh, Louis Zong, Everyday Louis on Twitter. I don't want to put you on blast, bud. Uh, but this submission you sent in, and I feel like most of the times when people send in a picture submission, they're like, look at this funny stuff. This is a picture of a pizza box from the pizza restaurant, Mellow Mushroom. I've been to Mellow Mushroom. Yeah, me too, dog. It's like fucking good pizza. It's like a good, good pizza chain. Yeah, Mellow Mushroom is fine. Why are we are we making fun of Mellow Mushroom? Let me look at this picture. Hold on a second. Okay, uh, you know, <laughs> detached from my nostalgia for Mellow Mushroom as being kind of a, a North Carolina boy. Yeah, uh, that's uh, look trying to view this with fresh. No, it's eyes. a it's a di- it's a dick wearing a newsy cap with the <laughs> shittiest thought bubble ever coming out of him, saying "quality guaranteed." And, and it's like, like uh, are you talking specifically about the pizza? Because you cannot guarantee me the quality of the box because yeah, it sucks. This art quality not well he's thinking he's imagining a better world where he doesn't look like a total asshole mushroom and what's with your fucking celtic font like what's with this crazy highlander font have you been to the inside of a mellow mushroom too yeah it's like the i don't know maybe it's just the one in asheville north carolina but it's like 
the hippie it's dippiest, hippie shit, weirdest yeah. fucking fish vibes. Anyway, let's dive into this. And I feel like maybe we just rip this one off like a Band-Aid, and then we're not asked to do one again. Mm-hmm. What do you got? From Paul Wolfenden says, one of those urinal video games that utilizes the Metal Gear Solid license. I am loving this. Okay, so right, th- you know... Man, you really know how to throw them right down home plate for me, Griffin, because this is my two favorite things in video games, is PP games and Metal Gear games. Uh, There's a really iconic scene. I think it's one of the the five most, like, right between Eris dying and Mario getting his fucking hat Mario and Mario dying. (laughs) Mario's death and Eris' death. There's a scene in MGS2 where if you sneak, you're, you're sneaking around Big Shell as Raiden. Uh, and if you slip past a guard unnoticed, uh, in a, in a pretty tough area to actually do this in, um, there is an area where you waltz onto this plank and a, a guard kind of walks up to a ledge above you. And then he unzips his trousers and he starts to pee pee all over right in. Uh, this is in the game. This is a thing that can happen. See, I uh, thought what's, you know, what's fucked up? Nuke. What? what? I could name a pee scene from every metal gear game oh what, wait which one were you picturing uh otacon pissing his pants when okay when you're gonna have to be a lot more specific well yes exactly i feel like if you want to watch someone pee hideo kojima has made that a possibility for you no matter what era you're you're playing okay. as so maybe this is like a a bare minimum of interactivity pachinko situation where you pee and it sort of spins a wheel and pulls one of Hideo Kojima's 50 urinating scenes from the Metal Gear uh, back catalog. It's kind of a weird way to like go through that cutscene library, but fine. Uh, see, I was imagining sort of like, ah, oh, we're going to get real blue, folks, and I apologize. Mm-hmm. But talking about the mechanics of peeing. Okay. If you, Let's gamify this. When you pee, all you, you really, I mean, there's an aiming mechanic, whatever, I don't want to get mm-hmm. into that. But you can't, the, the trickier mechanic is start and stop. Ooh, I, that's true. So you're running down big shell, and then, like, the security camera comes on. And it's like, stand still, and, like, in that moment. Oh, you're talking about, like, kind of a red light, green light situation with your urine. The problem with that is it's, I think it's actually not healthy. That's what, yeah, we would have to consult a medical professional. If you're a doctor listening to Cool Games, Inc., one, stop. Two, if you could email us at Inc. Uh, what was our URL? I think it's coolgamesinc at, at dink dot link. Dot dink. Yeah, um, the problem is that I think that's how you get UTIs, definitely. Oh, 100%. and I don't think Hideo Kojima would. Like I'm also that. worried about people, uh, basically doing the equivalent of you know those those controllers that would kind of have the uh, that switch you could flip on a third party controller that would kind of let you rapid fire. Yeah, I'm worried uh-oh. people might augment their situation to kind of min max <laughs> the leaderboards. Do you know what I mean? You, you know, like when you're at an amusement park and like every single family you see has one of those little handheld fans with the spray bottle oh, in it. Yeah, those are the, those are going to get very hard to find because the, the yeah. competitive. Now I'll tell you, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you one thing about this game that is actually would be great for us is that at this point, I think Konami would be willing to sit down at a table. Yeah. Um, well, honestly, they're like, okay, that we have basically three requirements for our game at this point. One, um, it's not a fucking game. That's important for them. Uh, two, it really just shits on the legacy of Hideo Kojima. That is a that is the Whatever. one thing they won't yeah. negotiate or, on. Or, or 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 pisses on. Hmm. True. That's a, that's. I hope they like that joke because we're gonna have to make that in the pitch meeting. And three, there's some sort of way that they can like microtransaction. It needs to resemble gambling, if if not uh, in 
in gameplay than in how they how it's monetized. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm liking this metal. What are you thinking in terms of a name? Is it metal metal pure solid? No, I mean, definitely not that. Mm-hmm. Metal metal clear solid. Well, I guess it depends on your water intake, so that's not so yeah. good. Um, can I re- read another one? Yeah, sure. If you don't think that uh, that one is the one, that oh no, it take, sucks. Take all the way around. The um, bases. this one sent in by Sarah. Uh, C-E-R-A, Sarah Neon, uh, who says, Second lifestyle MMO based off of It Follows. One monster per five players. Your avatar continues to exist when you log off. Oh, okay. Now, I know you've never seen a movie before. Right, but that's the is that the uh, sexy monster movie? It, yeah, it's, well, I don't know about a sexy monster movie, but it's about a monster that just follows you and it walks very slowly, and if you got got, you're done so. Mm-hmm. But you can run away. I think you're always going to be able to run away, right? So you're playing Second Life. Let's just use Second Life. Just envision that because I am now an unwilling expert in that title. Right. Um, you're fucking running and you're running and you're running because you see like somebody walking towards you slowly. And then you're like, all right, I think I'm good. I'm going to go eat lunch. But you know, like, I better get back. Because that thing's like always walking at my oh, still there avatar. The premise of it follows is is actually pretty pretty gamified already, right? Yeah, it's for sure. Like, there's a clear rule set. I love this too because I think most horror games are only scary when you're playing them. This one really adds just this creeping sense of dread and anxiety uh, to your day as you're leaving the game, right? Um, yeah. Is there a dog fight going on outside? It's not a dog fight because dog fights have rules. This is just a free for all dog on dog uh kind of every man for himself super smash brothers eight player battle yeah final destination no items yeah Fox um, only. uh i i hmm. did you ever play rust a little this bit was, this is great about rust is like when you logged off your character just laid down naked went to sleep and mm-hmm. it's like well he's not gonna be there tomorrow <laughs> i just i just know when i boot this bad boy up again he's just not gonna be where he was do you think um there's a way that we could make it so you're getting like push notifications on your phone. It's like heads up, hundred feet away, like, hundred feet away, oh, really close in that on would you. Fuck me up. Are you, you have kidding to, like, me? You're speeding home from work because you got to move your guy. It can't be a mobile game. No, no, no. I, I think it's got to be a pain in the ass. It's got like it takes forty five seconds to boot up. It's got like Doom on PS4 load times going on too, where it's just there's a, this, there's not there's an authenticator dongle that you have to plug in, so you like <laughs> right. can't get your yes. But we've oh. got a we've got a small mechanism in the USB where it kind of spits itself out of the back of your computer <laughs> and then tumbles away. Um, man, that's good. Yeah, that could do that could be something. I, I the it follows branding. I don't know if we need to stick with that, but I I love the idea of an MMO where you're always there, no matter what. You're always yeah. there. You can't that's just a- turn invisible. I used to get really stressed out when I was like a little kid playing EverQuest and I had no fucking idea how to play EverQuest. If I get in a fight that was like too big and I knew I was about to die, I would just turn my computer off. And I thought like, if I just jack out, I'll be fine. <laughs> right. Just unplug. Um, I do love that idea too because I think like we're seeing a lot of these asymmetrical horror games start to spring up. There's the um the official Friday the Thirteenth one. There's mm. that oh God. What's that other one? Like Dead the by un- the unofficial Friday the Thirteenth one. Right, Dead by Daylight or whatever. And both of those are basically glorified hide and go seeks, but they they take place over the course of like ten or fifteen minutes. This is like a ten or fifteen hour. Who would introduce day. this level of horror into their real life? Like, it, what could the possible like fun or reward of this be? I that's a great question. I mean, I think. One thing that I, Star Wars Galaxies did that was really cool that MMOs don't do a good job of anymore is this 
having an actual caste system of people who have like the shitty job and then the Jedi who are legitimately rare and are kind of cool. When yeah, you see for them. sure. And I think maybe by winning and and it follows situation by successfully escaping the monster that if you do that like five times you unlock the ability to be the monster now the thing that we haven't figured out is is it fun being a slow walking oh no crap absolutely not anyways i think the idea would be maybe the the it follows monster whoever's playing that character they're the only ones who do get the mobile app and they have the ability to on the fly check their phone, see where all of the people are positioned, and re-target based on if somebody's gotten closer to them or easier to, to nap as they've left their computer. I think, so, this has gotten, I think this has gotten overly complicated. I, bullshit. I think it's great. I, it's very good. Can we... Do you have any that you think could be, like, the dank nug? Because uh, I think that one's okay, but I think there's a danker nug. I have a couple, mm-hmm. but if you have one that you think is going to be really dank, because we got P, P... Yeah, we'll power through it. Uh, here's one from let's, yeah. Let's hey, let's let's do a quick speed round. Rapid fire. We need to get like a song for that at some point. I'm yeah. imagining just literally we rip the daily double thing from Jeopardy because that's a good yes. riff. Um, here's one from Retro Lumberjack who sends us a photo of uh ad a banner ad that uh, they found on a website. It says, "Forget needing a gun. This tactical flashlight can blind a bear." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I think flashbangs have existed in games for a long time, but we haven't really explored flash bears. Flash bears, yeah. So this tactical flashlight can blind a bear, but let's really put that to the test in a gameplay situation. You're in a for in kind of a slender a slender sitch. Yeah. Uh, and there's bears coming for you, and you've got a flashlight that can kind of just do kind just of a destroy the brain of a bear through its right. eyes. It just burns right through. Yeah. But you only get like one burst of that flashlight every 60 seconds. So between flash blasts, you yeah. are running and hiding. Again, I, I have to say a bit too spooky. Too scary. How about this one? It's from Scott Owen on Twitter and it's a picture submission and there's an old man wearing a wizard's hat and he looks like a Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, only it says in some Harry Potter ass font, Papa Fudge and the Sorcerer's Sweets, where fantasy meets great fudge and fun. Oh man. This is one of those cuz I've I've you know there I think in every industry you've got your people, you've got your Hideo Kojimas and you've you've got your uh your Papa Fudges, fucking Quentin Tarantino, people who really need an editor, yeah. right? Who are very precious about everything they write. This dude came up with like six slogans for his fudge company. It was like, "I'm using all of them." <laughs> Let her rip, baby. Can you give it to me one more time? Yeah, sure. I'd love to give it to you one more time, Papa Fudge. And the Sorcerer's Sweets, where fantasy meets great fudge and fun. Okay, so clearly there's a heavy Harry Potter component to at least forty percent of this guy's. If you were to cut it, if you were to cut it down, give me four yeah. words. Because uh, I know what mine would be. Papa Fudge, great fun. Mine would be Papa Fudge's fantasy fudge. <laughs> Papa, I like that. That half the words in that are just fudge. He didn't pick a rhyming thing. Not like Papa Fudgy. <laughs> about just, about just fudge. Sorcerer's Fudge. Fun! <laughs> you could do uh, Mr. Fudge's Fudge. <laughs> That's a f- effectively, like, for as much, as many words as he put into it, there's not a ton of creativity. Papa like he- Sweets Fudge Fudge. I, I think, okay, let's roll it back. Fudge Sorcerer's Fudge is pretty good. <laughs> um, it's not usable, though. That's How about the this thing. one? It's not a this- game idea. Scott Owenson in this one, too. Uh, he said, survival horror like Outlast, but Seinfeld theme plays if you're detected until you hide. Mm-hmm. It's good feedback, isn't it? 
I always never, I never know if I'm like hiding good in those games. But if it's like, Seinfeld was a sitcom that was on in the 90s and it was about Jerry Seinfeld. I've seen probably 75% of Seinfeld. So don't fucking come at me with, like I don't know what Seinfeld is. Um, I, I My fear though, Griffin, because I know you're also a big Seinfeld fan. Um, you're, you seem very kind of jumpy today. Mm. I, like very, like you're very scared. And my concern is that after playing this game for a while, because you're right, it's great feedback. As soon as you hear that, you you dip immediately and you yeah. start running. Yes, I'm worried about you maybe forming a cognitive connection where you're maybe already out, it's already exists. Yeah, you're sitting on the couch. Your wife is channel surfing. Uh, she she hits the I don't know the the soup Nazi episode or the puffy shirt. You hear that riff, and something I, triggers oh yeah. in the back of your head. Your pupils dilate, and you start you just book it. Out well, of your that's that. I'm saying that connection already exists because I think it's a uh, oh just a shitty television show. Fuck, are you for seriously? Um, I got it though. I got the one. I got the one. Nick. All right, you, um, I'm open. I'm open minded. Quixotic good on Twitter. Synonym inverse stealth action game where you're distracting people from everyone el- from someone else who needs to be stealthy uh, so let's take it one notch up it is a co-op game okay. where one one player is playing with a controller and a tv and fucking sneaking through a facility maybe it's top down like uh oh shit what was that game that was that like invisible a- ink Oh, or the the heist game that was co-op and like you played the different roles and it had like a neon kind of color palette. Oh my god, Monaco. Monaco, yeah, that game was great. Um, maybe it's top down like that. Maybe it's like first person splinter or third person splinter cell shit. Meanwhile, the other player is on the same team, gets half the profits, and they're using an HTC Vive or an Oculus Touch or you know PlayStation headset or whatever. And but they have full body motion controls. And so while their buddy's, like, ziplining up into the AC system, they just walk in the front door, and they're just, like, doing the fucking crazy frog. Oh, for sure. Just Gangnam styling just in front gang- of the security Like, desk. literally, it tracks your foot as you kick in the door, and it's like, oh, Opa Gangnam style. And, and like, you can tell, like, you know how you, in a stealth game you get this the thing that's like, oh, everybody's looking at you? Yeah. You that. Like the, that, that you also get that, but you want that. Yes, I love that. So you're filling as as the kind of the Skyrim eyeball that opens up to tell you that you're visible. As that's open, you hear this like because you're building meter that yeah. you can burn in some way for a, for a very large distraction. But like, what do you, what do you char- you you want to get looked at? Right? Obviously, we want to encourage the player to get stared down. Uh, what? How do we reward that? I think you get new gear on both sides, right? So on the stealth side, mm-hmm. the stealth will be very good. What's the best stealth game? What's the best game with sneaking in it? For for my money, I think Dishonored. Dishonored so maybe, has pretty good stealth. So maybe we just fucking get those guys to sure. come make, it, make like, that there, part. There's an arcane in your backyard, I'm pretty sure, at this point, right? There's oh, an arcane for sure. in Texas. Just knock on their door. Yeah, I'll go hit them up. Um, and then for the other stuff, we get like the Just Dance team. Yes. Because their shit is buck wild. So nobody, ever talk, nobody ever talks about how buck fucking wild that game gets just even just aesthetically they got like silhouettes wearing like glowing and it's just like fedoras and and and, and the score like the score tracker is just like juicy silly wild funny it's (laughs) like what the fuck does that what do you what does that mean which one am i am i being judged uh, the first time i looked at that ui i was like am i being judged on my juiciness the problem i think with those games and the thing that they they don't want you to know 
and I think it's part of why maybe we go with someone else, is they have no idea what the fuck you're doing. Like, Just Dance wants to pretend, like, by holding a Wii remote, it's like, oh, yeah, clearly you just <laughs> tapped your heels together and did a front, like... Yeah, you're definitely don't... doing the Running Man challenge, because we can detect some, like, circular motions with the... Okay, but I could also be standing perfectly still, just, like, waving it in the air like a circle. Right. You it's cannot track my shit. And I think they maybe have sidestepped that, it sounds like, by using uh, adjectives that can't really be objectively quantified. Yeah, so they're that's... not saying good, great, excellent, bad. They're saying... Juicy, Ooh, juicy, crunchy. funky. Um, yeah. So maybe we like this is how we get them on board. It's like it's time for you guys to prove that you can actually fucking make one of these games, right? And so they'll they'll come on board. Arcane will come on board. Um, I mean, I think there's a way too. Like if we can uh, get some sort of similar readout from the the HTC Vive and the the Vive controllers, we could probably map that to their enormous back catalog of dances, and then yeah. maybe the game can detect when you are hitting the Gangnam Style yes. just right and play that. So we can have different classes on the distraction side. So they can just be like dance, dancing person. Mm-hmm. And you just get in there and you just go buck wild. Maybe it's something like, um, you know, you walk in and it's like, hey, man, this bank is not my bank. Bet you. Oh, just a, a confused old man class. Yeah, sort of I like also, an old. I love like the idea, too, of just maybe a, a lost tourist. So you've got a map in your left hand. You can kind of walk in the front door like, hey, I'm sorry. Is this... Which way is the, uh... The... I need... I need... But he's really pushy. Like, I need everyone to come look at my map and help everyone. me out. Like, you're in a, n- a nuclear warhead facility. We kind of can't help you right now. There's been a breach. All the alarms going off. We're like, yeah, but I I do need to find the Holiday Inn. And like, there's not one of those. There isn't one. bunker. I think we're pretty close to something good. I think, yeah, we're, we're honing in on something here. Do you want to bring in our, our special guest? Uh, yeah, let's dial him in. Our guest this week on Cool Games, Inc. is Patrick Klepek. You you certainly know him. You know his his particular brand of scoops. Uh, you can find him at Kotaku right now or on YouTube where he plays Mario every day. Um, and he does such a good job of playing Mario. Sometimes I watch him. I'm just proud. I'm just proud Patrick, of how good you are. Could I? Well, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. I, could I, I, I'm here. Could I, could I get your, uh, your mm. help? Because you are an expert on scoops. And uh, this, this afternoon, I realized I had not eaten lunch. I was out of food. and I was about to record this podcast. Bad. So I took a couple of scoops uh, from an old box of grape nuts that my roommate had. Bad. Um, and I was wondering if you could give me any sort of knowledge you might have as a scoops expert as to why the how fuck to, that cereal exists. Yeah, or how to dress it up, maybe. Yeah, what do mm. I do to make that tolerable? Because to me, it's like... There's all this hubbub over Soylent and and the people like getting hung up on the ethics of Soylent, but like Grape Nuts is like Soylent for masochists, where like you just want a solid thing in your gut so you don't feel the emotion as hunger and emotion, the feeling of hunger. You want yeah. that gone, but you don't want to enjoy and the next ten minutes of your life. Are, so are, why does why how do you make that good? A great a grape nuts like accurate is that accurate? Is the name everything that's in there? Like, so I'm, I'm so I'm so glad you asked because I read the entire Wikipedia article for grape nuts this weekend, <laughs> uh, and it turns out that it's like that's the original cereal that that the WKPJL Post or whatever his name was made. It was his first ever cereal. It was JK. Uh, it's JK LOL Post. JK Simmons LOL Post. <laughs> Um, he made grape nuts because he was like chilling in the factory while they were making it, and he's like, mm, "It smells sweet in here, like grapes." And you that's fucking how, idiot! It's no. so dumb. It's so dumb. You made um, anyways, you edited the you edited the Wikipedia page just to add that. That's yeah. That's that's me. That's my mo. Grapes um, don't have a smell. Who's like mm, smells like grapes? What <laughs> they they, like, they, he, they have a smell once you bite into them, but like yeah, but pre, that's why they're bite. enclosed. They they have a stink proof shield. They do. I think this is back in like the the eighteen zeros. 
when like sugar wasn't a thing yet or whatever like nobody knew what candy was i guess because yeah. the way he was talking about it was like mm, sweet like the sweetest thing i can think of a sour fruit like there was <laughs> their taste buds weren't blown out the way ours are so to him that was like the most succulent delectable treat that could come to mind one well, my brother almost died choking on a grape so fuck that asshole whoa oh, patrick wait which your brother either one fuck oh fuck the grape oh yeah, no, or, or nice, grapes yeah. this guy well, it, choking Patrick, sometimes when we have a guest on this show, mm. we um, really sculpt and like paint up and like gussy up an idea, and then we bring it to them proud, like a proud dog. Yes, we haven't done that as much for you. That's good. We basically just like two minutes ago, like started this idea. This is a like, very like eleventh hour. And like, let's get PK up on in the mix to like get crazy on it. Um, so uh, here you are. Here's the idea. You know, a stealth game. Like a stealth game or just stealth games? Just in you know, all of them. Yeah, I know them. I've heard okay. them. Do you like them? Eh, they're all, you, mixed. I, I agree. Haven't you always felt like something was fucked up, broken, or missing from the stealth gaming genre? Like fun? Yes, exactly. That's a great example of what we're talking about. <laughs> Shit, Patrick. Were you like, were you like hacking into our... Did you our, scoops this call? Yeah, did you scoops us? I've already, listened to, this, I've already listened to this podcast already. That's crazy. Um, uh, Patrick, the time bender, um, here's the plan and you know it, but we're talking about a co-op stealth game and I'm imagining you're going on heists, you're biking into a casino or maybe the, you're getting the declaration of independence. And, uh, so there's a stealth game element where you're breaking into the, wherever the declaration is. I don't know, Monticello. And so there's a stealth game is like third person perspective. Imagine like a, a splinter cell, maybe a dishonored, but there's another player on your team. And what's that player doing, Nick? That player is augmenting your... So I think, because like like Griffin said, it's a cooperative thing. And I think where the, the mind usually goes when you hear that is like, oh, it's like, uh, I'm going to be kneeling down and helping you over a ledge or some shit on some like Splinter Cell Chaos Theory business. But that's not what this is at all. Um, this is a asymmetrical two-player experience where one of you is having a very traditional by-the-book stealth experience, as, as Griffin mentioned. But the other player is strapped in, locked into uh, the virtual reality peripheral of their choice... Uh, and they are basically uh, – their role is to be the the kind of the rube who walks in and – Just acting up an asshole. Yeah, just really making a mess <laughs> of things. You're not, you're not sneaking in so much as you are making a distraction by whatever means you see fit. And that's kind of where some of the player choice lies. You could be an extremely crotchety old man who walks in the front door of the facility – uh, demanding like a refund on his Oreos or whatever. Maybe you're a little boy and you walk in and you drop like a million marbles on the ground. <laughs> that could be fun. Not to like trip everybody up, but to just be like, ah, oh, no. And then everybody has to help you collect your just marbles. To make things awkward. Yeah, and then you're crying. And so like people oh. like look at you and you're like, <laughs> for the, so for the little boy class, it's like, how hard can you cry while all your marbles are on the ground and like then, guilt people in? Or m- maybe you're just an old man who walks in and starts demanding like completely bonkers things from this facility. Right. So there's a, there's an element of voice chat or voice communication with these AIs in the game. I also love the idea too of like, let's explore this kid thing a little more. Cause that's a, you get a fun new perspective being very low to the ground. I think if you whine enough, you can maybe get the security guards to get on the intercom and like call tell tell your mother to meet you at the front gates which if an alarm's going off i think the intercom would supersede that and you yeah. can maybe buy your friend some time to shut off Absolutely. the whole security system yeah or maybe you just like say like can i hold your gun and so like you could get them to disarm themselves and then, <laughs> and then you, you just rapid them. fire pop well, pop pop maybe maybe um uh, patrick yeah. gut check i guess i need some cereal to check that gut first 
I am a little bit hungry. <laughs> I know which one you shouldn't have. I can recommend one to never taste. Okay. It's got no taste. Um, man, I don't know, Griffin. I like this, but I feel like we should have given Patrick the it follows idea. I think he really would have liked that. What's that? Do you want to, pi- do you want to do a pivot? Maybe we pivot. I don't know. Do you, I, is that okay? Can we tell, can we tell him the other one? Do you think he's right? I guess we can let you pick which one you want us to do. <laughs> oh, that's a fun situation. All right, well, that's my pitch. Now I feel like I'm fucking competing with you next. You've created yeah, like kind this. of a hostile right, work right, environment. Okay, all right. I won't, reveal, out, I won't reveal my internal score for that first pitch, and we'll, we'll go to the second one. Yeah, hold, hold on tight to it. So here's what I got for you. Okay, please. Um, how about a video game? You've seen? Have you seen the film It Follows? Of course I have. Don't insult me. Great, because I haven't. There, so in, in It Follows, my understanding is there's some sort of creature that slowly is always heading towards its victims, and you're kind of trying to stay away, keeping it at bay at all times just by moving location to location, yeah. right? Yeah, you got it. Uh so the idea here is a video game where uh, that is happening on a, a small server with like uh, one creature and then six or eight player controlled characters, all of whom are running from it. But the difference is this game takes place over the course of a few days, maybe a week, maybe a month. Um, and when you're logged out of the game, which you can only play on your console or at your PC, uh, the creature is continuing to come for you. So you always, instead of a traditional horror game where all the all the horror and all the creepiness happens while you're playing it this game adds a creeping anxiety to your day-to-day life about whether or not like in the back of your head you're always like oh shit i think that monster's probably getting pretty close to me it's been like six hours maybe i should go home and check on my lunch break and make sure it's not on top of me yeah um so just to like compare these two pitches so far yeah do you want to play a groundbreaking stealth game where you can play as the fucking dancing guy from the six flags commercial or the dancing baby from or the dancing baby from alan beale or do you want to play a game that is going to add like even more fucking dread and anxiety to your daily or, existence. To put it differently, do you want to play Splinter Cell with a shitty VR gimmick, or do you want to play a brand new type of horror game that's never been explored before? It's psychological, existential horror that creeps into the, your workday and really just roots itself in the back of your mind. I like to feel bad about myself, so I'm, yeah, I think I'm, gonna oh, go, I'm liking this. I think I'm going to go with the second one. Yes! Okay, well, let me just let me just fucking. Did you hear the part where I say you play as the Six Flags dancing guy as a playable class? Now, Griffin, this that, game, this hmm. is not a PID yet. We're not. Th- this product is not in development. It's not too late to add the dancing Six Flags old guy to my game if you really want. Because me and Griffin are also struggling with whether or not we want to use the It Follows license so directly, or if we want something else. Maybe it's that old old man from the Six Flags commercial dancing to Vanga Bus, but he's coming towards you i mean that is terrifying slowly. why wouldn't you I, I would run away from that like I don't, I don't really see how these two ideas are incompatible mm, i agree i agree totally and also we're playing with the idea of maybe giving you push notifications on your phone to say hey by the way the dancing vangabus old man makeup man is a hundred feet away from you you better speed home from work and get there or what, or what, and maybe what, we can, i think it would be better use the speaker the volume in order to determine the, the oh. distance. So you, so actually, you just you, constantly have like the game running on your phone, and if you hear like, <sighs> you don't hear the groaning, you hear. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, the the lower the volume, the, the you know the longer he is away, but the louder that gets in your goddamn pocket. So if it's like, hold on, let's do a little bit of foley work here. <laughs> if you hear this, you're probably like, well, you, at first you kind of want to dance. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's like, and, and you're like out at a. Uh, fancy dinner and somebody's like do you have Vinga bus on on your fucking phone right now can you please turn that down it's like we're having a conversation and you hear like and you're like oh fuck I'm sorry I gotta go run home no you keep going to the bathroom you go you know hold on I have to check on this and then each time your phone goes off with the Vinga brothers you keep going to the bathroom it's causing you all sorts of problems we're all about uh, 
cognitive association this episode. Right. This whole episode is about, like, sort of sound effects that activate horror in the player. I also like the idea of, like, you're just outside at, like, maybe a farmer's market, and then a bus goes by, you hear... And you're like, oh shit, is that it? Is am I? Is he creeping up on me? And then you realize that's just a regular horn. And then you can, and then if you were playing with your friends, you could screw with them because then if you just loaded the song onto your phone and played that separately from the ringtone, you could really do some damage. We struggled with this, and this was the idea that made me fucking scrap this shit entirely and move on to my way better stealth game idea. But is it going to be at all fun to play as the monster? Because no, yes, like, yes. Here's why. Our original, our original draft, we were just a monster slowly creeping towards the player. That sucks. But, Griffin, again, we, we have a home for you in our idea if you want it. All the VR dancing tech that we talked about, the Just Dance shit that we were going to put in your game, maybe that's, like, by perfectly nailing the dance from the commercial in your VR rig out, you but can accelerate, you can double or even triple. It's going to take you so fucking long to, like, get to the people anyway. You're talking about dancing for literal hours. And then, but then they could, all they have to do is just go home and hold in the W key, and then they're fucking safe. <laughs> no, because Griffin, here's how it works: we we add a layer of unpredictability to the movement. Instead of uh, the old man moving at a consistent pace, when you're in your VR rig doing the dance, you're moving fifty times faster. <laughs> so, in addition to like having this playing on your phone. And you're like, oh, fuck, I better get home. You have a live video feed of your friend dancing, and it's like, oh, man, he's really tearing it the fuck up. I gotta go. <laughs> he's nailing it. I thought I thought that was the commercial for a second, but it's just Jerry. He's put the makeup on, which I think confers a plus 10 speed bonus to him. This is, this is going to be tough. Are you regretting your choice now, Patrick? No. 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 Yeah, this, that's, my, that's my boy. This seems like this, this, seems like this would it. make me miserable. This seems like this would make a lot of other people miserable. This seems like this would be a, a net negative for the world. And that, mm. I think there's a joy <laughs> in that. That's the Cool Games Inc. MO at this point. I'm, sc- I'm scratching you off the short list for marketing manager for this terrible anxiety causing game. Because that does not sound like the type of thing. Like, what's the reward? Is there a progression system? Do I have to pay $100? Never it's just, no, it's just like the, the movie It Follows. There is no conclusion. You just at some point die. Right. But then, Man. But then are you allowed to play well, again? Okay, hold like on. If, those... we're, if, we're take, if we're taking the, the plot from It Follows, which I have seen, there, so there's a way to pass it. You don't got to brag about it. There, okay. <laughs> there is a way to to uh, to no longer be it essentially to no longer be followed by mm-hmm. the creature, and so the mechanics oh. of this game must include some way to to do so. Now, and it follows it it's happens premarital premarital by, sex. You have to have sex. Mm. I thought it was just premarital sex. I thought that movie was just being very preachy, right? Uh, like the it follow the it follows monster can tell. Like, let me see that finger. Nope, oh dead. <laughs> Um, now I'm getting a little nervous about the idea of transferring this dancing old man's, uh, (laughs) magnetism towards you via a sex act with a close friend. Well, okay. Here's the thing though. This doesn't even need to be a a video game. This can just be a patch into second life as it exists now okay because people are you just dropped in in chat the scariest imaginable picture of the dancing old man from the six flag commercial (laughs) yeah um it doesn't have to be a new video game it just be a patch for second life because people are already having lots of premarital sex in second life and lots of just miserable bad video game experiences in second life you're right so we add this malevolent ai 
But here's the oh, problem. Sort of a rampant old dancing old man. It's almost I love this because we're getting into like creepy pasta territory where it's like, did you hear the the tale of the dancing Vanga Boys man running around Second Life killing <laughs> players? But if it's only happening to a single player, right? If you're only a single player that this is happening to at any given time, the stakes literally have to be if you die in the game, you die in real life. I agree. I totally agree. Now, Griffin, you uh, recently did a, a wonderful hypersexual tour of Second Life in which you discovered a um, a strip club that had an, like, an, what was it? An eight-way sex couch in it? Like, I'm worried mm. that that could be kind of the... Uh, you, the, the dancing point. man rolls up and he's like, I don't know which one... <laughs> right. To like, do we, first. We, we can shake them. We gotta each everyone get on this couch. Uh, all seven of you have sex with me at once. Then we'll all run in different directions. He won't. He won't be able to chase us. He can't get all of us, which I think is fun. Also, you can fly in Second Life. So if it, essentially at a certain <laughs> point this would turn into like old man sex dog fighting. <laughs> I'm loving the idea though of a shittily rendered model of the the Six Flags man dancing through the sky after you. Um, but I think ultimately I do want this to be a standalone product. If for no other reason, then I love the idea of somebody at home listening to this episode and photoshopping box art of that old man in like kind of a dark, scary wooded area. Maybe some like red dots for eyes. Jesus. Not to not to tell him how to do it, but I'm I'm picture. I think it's really easy to make him scary, and I think that 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 could fly off the shelves if we do like kind of a traditional retail release. Do you think Six Flags is going to be into that branding? Oh shit! I question. knew we were forgetting something. That commercial was 10 years ago at this point, right? So, like, the statute of limitations... Is that the word? <laughs> is that, well, is that the, how that works? All that, the was Vinga that commercial boys, a crime? All the Vinga boys have died, and it's been more than seven years. <laughs> I think there so are a few judges who I could convince that that commercial was a crime. Yeah. I know that's how IP rights worked. Mm-hmm. We, we have the rights to it now. It's <laughs> like the same reason they make a Spider-Man movie every 10 years, to kind of keep Shit. us from taking it and making a game about it. Yeah. Shit. I'm any, more, if any, we can't if we can't get the fucking six flags guy, then like put this idea in the garbage. Put this episode I, I, in the garbage. I think we got it. I think we got to give ourselves the six flags guy. But my my big stumbling block now is what do you call a game like this? What kind of title communicates? Uh, well, also, I mean, the bigger thing is like, what the fuck are you doing in this game if you are not being hunted or the dance hunter, old man? The like, dance hunter. If it's a one, if it's a the dance hunter is could be it. Right. But if if this is a one on one hunt engagement. Then, like, what are the other players in this game doing? Well, I think that's that's the thing is like, every it's like kind of we we described earlier it, it being kind of a um the, like a a hide and go seek situation where yeah. uh, the the dance hunter on his phone has a map of where where everyone is in the world and he could kind of pivot if a player gets closer or further than him he can switch targets so you're kind of always on the I defensive. See, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Um. So you're the the answer, Griffin. I think to your question is you're trying to hide from him. Uh, and kind of keep your distance from him. Um, and we can, we can, there are ways to make this, like, uh, what, that Dead by Daylight does a thing where their solution to the problem of won't everyone just go hide in the corner is the players have to run towards these, uh, power generators and, and hold down a button and activate them, which makes them very ripe targets. <sighs> Alright, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. This is a pentagram shaped, or not a pentagram, what's a, what's a five sided shape called? Because pentagram is like the devil star thing, right? Pen- Pentagon. A pentagon. Thank you. I should know that because it's almost our fucking website's building, right? name. <laughs> You're on a pentagon shaped island. And there's five towers on each point, and each tower, and I'm talking like a literal like lighthouse tower, is blasting. We like to party by the Vinga Boys, the Vinga Bus in parentheses, which is like I love a song that has a parenthetical. Oh God, me too. And each tower is blasting, like, one is like the, tss, tss, 
and one is like the bass lines so like burp, 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 burp. and then you got the synths you got the horns and then you got the the vocals so kind of an amplitude type thing i'm wondering and the, yeah, the, the players that- the players have to get to those towers to shut down the vinga bus while the hunter's coming if they can shut down the song then the six flags man of course like according to the canon of the commercials dies instantly he perishes he turns to ash if he stops dancing and if he stops hearing the venga bus he fucking dies right there on the spot and that's how the last one of those commercials ended i don't know if you guys remember that I, like somebody I, like bumped his boombox and it fell into the ocean and then he just he turned into turned sand into ash and then blew away in the wind yeah, cold. no, I like that idea. I wonder if maybe we could reach out to our friends at Harmonix and see if they have the stems. I'm, I'm sure at some yeah, point sure. Vanga Bus made it in a rock band. If they do, maybe we have them use that dance central tech on the dancing minigame and use like kind of two birds with one stone, right? Yeah, Patrick, you've been in this industry for a long time now. Too long. Uh, I didn't want to say it, so I'm glad. Um, how would one? How would one go about marketing a game that adds nothing but anxiety or exhaustion? And potentially real life death to your life. Like, what's the bullet points? Like, what's the PR bullet points look like for Dance Hunter? Well, I think you focus on the dancing. Dancing makes people happy. You just hide all the other stuff. You don't, you know, you don't worry about the death. You don't worry about the fact that you're constantly going to be uh, harassed by this. I mean, wonderful, granted, song on, on a daily basis, but it's an exercise game. This is it. In order so to not bu- die. You yeah. must you must work out. You must work out these anxieties, the anxieties the game is giving you by dancing. I mean, I think so just to don, just to Don Draper this shit, we could be like the most effective exercise game ever made. Yeah, and then like in really small Texas, like because if you if you're not dancing running, you're fucking done. You're, you're dead. killed. Right now, help us spin the marketing on releasing a dance rhythm game with one song in it. How do we make that work? If a song's that good, do you need another one? That's true. I, I find that when I play like DDR and Rock Band, I kind of gravitate towards the same two or three songs. This just is not totally dissimilar to that. I just Maybe play we... Boston and Guitar Hero 1 over and over again. Yeah, for sure. Who needs anything else? For What if we did like Guitar Hero Live? We'd be like, it ships with the Vingabus on disc. <laughs> but then there's a, a live streaming channel that you can add just literally any fucking song imaginable. It's going to connect to Spotify, so any song you can dance to. But then the game ships, and it's like, we're still working on the streaming channel. Right. Forever. For But we did. We still, oh, still working on it. Q4. It's, I think if, if 2016 has proven one thing to me, it's that there's no real penalty for just lying lies. out of people lying. lying making false promises i feel pretty good about the fact that we could pull that off We're like yeah it's still working on it kind of uh, still either we make money or go under in the meantime have you played the venga bus the, we do have the venga bus song and that trust me we worked really hard on it it's we put all all our eggs in that basket it's a very robust dance pattern you can just patch in remixes of the same song just claim their new songs so i do DLC like that, but works. we're just gonna we're just gonna nightcore venga but play it at like 50 percent speed pitch it up a bit We're like there we go remix have fun with that. How are we going to make it so that you die in real life? <laughs> well, okay. I, I have, tell me what you think of this, Patrick. We yep. did propose uh, maybe digging out uh, from Nintendo's warehouse the, the old uh, vitality sensor peripheral, but maybe remixing it so that rather than clipping onto your fingertip, it goes in the base of your spine. Yep. Um, I don't see – I think once we're in their spine, it can't be that hard to just send a quick – little pulse and, and okay we've had some fun here today folks talking about the Wii vitality sensor because it's like a fun thing to talk about it's basically like the sega activator if the activator was non-extant 
but it's definitely not the fucking Gamjabar from Dune. Like, you're not going to put the vitality sensor on and have it kill you. Okay. You got a better idea, Mr. fucking Smarty Pants? That's what I thought. So vitality sensor it is. It goes right in the base of your fucking That's how good ideas work, body. even if it's a bad one. Yeah. If you don't have a better one. That's true. I feel like you're being very coy, Patrick, about whether or not you want to tell us this is a good game or not. <laughs> yeah, don't hold back. No, this, I, I, well, I don't like dancing. That's a problem. Is this game going to make me like dancing? It'll, you will have to, I think. At a, at a certain point, like, it'll be like an old enemy. The thing is, this game has the potential, as shitty as it is, and boy, I fucking hate it. And I hate the good, the genuinely great video game idea that it murdered with its weed gamja bar. Um, <laughs> the, the thing is, it could be one of those games like Dota 2 that you see your friends playing on Steam, and it's yeah. like... They've been playing that a lot lately. Let's check in on their Steam history and see what... Oh, no, just Dota 2, huh? Uh, and they oh, don't... And like four, 14, players... 14,000 hours, huh? That's a lot of hours. Okay. I, th- I think also it, it resembles Dota 2 in that a lot of the people I know who, who play it extensively kind of hate it. Like, a big part of their heart just doesn't really love it at all. They don't know why they do it. So that could that could be a parallel, too. One of those hate, one of those hate plays. That yeah, so I mean, when I play Dark Souls, like, I'm not happy, but... I keep doing it. You'll also not die if you lose at Dark Souls, so I'm not sure the comparison holds up. Do you hmm. die when you play Dota? Um, I think part of you does, yeah. Yeah, eventually. Just <laughs> from, like, just the bed sores. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a rating, Patrick. I know that that's not like you guys don't deal in numbers mm. over there at Kotaku because you've sort of evolved... Well, I Beyond think that they, them. if I don't, if I remember right, the last Kotaku review I read rates on a scale. It's either like it, love it, or gotta have it. You guys are using kind of the Cold Stone Creamery scale for reviews. I think that so went, I think that went away, but we can use that. I think that okay. Went away. Use use like it, love it, or gotta have it for this game. Hmm. And then I will need a fun factor rating on the side, just as like <laughs> an accessory. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and make sure and point out that you know Griffin's idea doesn't even qualify, so it doesn't even get. Well, rated. that's fucking garbage. Yeah, we're no gonna come back to we're gonna Griffin. come back to that one. Well, Do you guys realize like how angry people are gonna be on Twitter? Like, oh man, I would have really enjoyed to hear that one. No, it, it, think- it, it it employed the Six Flags Dancing Man in a way that was organic and really enjoyable. <laughs> I, I'm actually more worried that that. I thought people were going to be worried when we didn't do the It Follows one, and now they got that kind of like, oh, don't worry, we we got you, we got we're in your corner. So, joke's on you. I think it's really hard to, I mean... It's torn between love it and gotta have it, right? It's, that's the problem. I mean, I do know that I gotta have it. Whether... You there know, you go. You know, just like, Thanks for listening to Cool Games. <laughs> just, just like death, like, you gotta have it. Like, you don't have a choice. Like, Oh, I see. It's a very literal, prescriptivist yeah. Yeah, you've interpretation. Yeah, you, you've gotta have it, so you might as well just get on board, no start one... dancing, and, and see where it takes you. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's... And a... that's really... What I, those are literal lyrics from Vingabus. Just <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep dancing and see where it takes you. The Vangabus? And is also, the Vangabus, like, uh, sorry, stupid question. Is the Vangabus mortality? Is that the metaphor I that they're painting the message this, this whole time? Um, do you guys want to hear something I've been working on? Yep. Yeah. Because um, while, while you guys were talking about your shitty bad game, and I was just thinking about how good my game was, I was thinking of a way to punish you. And so I've, I, um, what I did was I have just been sitting here. Uh, opening up and refreshing new tabs of the Vingabus song. Mm-hmm. And so I think I've got about, um, 
I think I have about 14 of them going Griffin. on at the same time. Griffin, now, Griffin, you realize this is going to kill us both. Griffin! <laughs> All right, I think Griffin's computer... Oh, fuck! Griffin's computer is struggling to keep itself on. Oh, it's so hot. The fucking fan is, like, burning up. <laughs> the computer is trying to kill itself. Uh, thanks for listening to Cool Games, Inc., did we get a rating from Patrick? I was working on my project. Yeah. It's gotta have it. He's gotta have it. Fun that's factor. Fucking, zero. That's way too many. Definitely way too not factor. fun. Like taxes. You gotta have them or you'll <laughs> go to prison. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cool Games, Inc. I don't know what to say about this episode. We did. I did my best. I don't know what the fuck Patrick and Nick were doing. I think we did something great. I think we're going to have a lot of support. And even if you're not on board, Griffin, that's more <laughs> cashola for us, too. So. Yeah, not used to this being this hostile. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that being just in your brain for the next forever. Yeah, yeah. sorry, everyone. I was just thinking about how nice it would be to hear Vangabus time stretched to 800% like of its normal speed. <laughs> oh, do, you ha- do you have that other ready for us? Uh, we admit, it wouldn't be hard to make that happen. Um, We'll edit that in in post. That'll be our new outro for this our week. New closing theme. Uh, Patrick, if people want to find your work, where can they where can they find you at? Uh, find me Kotaku at Patrick Klubik. I don't know. Put it in that to a service. I've probably registered it there. No, you got any uh, you got any big stories coming up? Any big scooperinas? Mm-hmm. Just give us a taste. Give us just a little drip feed us. A give, it, give us a single grape nut. Ugh, we're not looking for the whole grape scoop. Nuts are just, but if you grape nuts just, just a gross term. Like yeah, a, the connotation of a single nut. <laughs> um, that's. I what you got any PlayStation Five? <laughs> you, oh, PlayStation Six. I'm just jumping ahead. Ooh, they're jumping the generation. Okay, hold on. Now you are telling us in Skype chat. Phil Spencer has a tail. That's what you're working Whoa. on. Look, interesting. I know nobody listens to this podcast, so I can drop it in here. <laughs> yeah, sneak it in. Phil Spencer does have a tail. Okay, you've just confirmed it in the chat. All right, Nick, you got it. Fucking, this is the whole reason we brought you on here, Patrick, was to get your scoops out of here. Get it, blog it, blog it, blog it, blog it. All right, it's up. You just got scooped. We scooped the scooper. Dang. Um, Patrick, thank you for joining us. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit. Um, Oh, uh, yeah, by the way, thank you for anyone who's ever said anything nice about Cool Games Inc. anywhere on the internet, including on iTunes in the review section. Um... We also, by the way, I know the description for last week's episode said that that video was lost forever. It is not lost forever. If you go to YouTube and type in Cool Games Inc., we get, you get to see a very special side of me and Griffin that I don't think you get to see anywhere else. So. Patrick, any feelings on socks in the hot tub? That seems like a, a, a poor choice. But is it, but Patrick, is it, is it funny? If you were in a hot tub and a stranger mm-hmm. got in wearing socks, would you be like, oh, I get it? What if they were wearing socks and also sandals at the same time? Just like really just stacked it. Shit, that's the thing, Nick. You should have gone over the top. That's I didn't go far. That's the thing is I think because we were both wearing our shirts, it was plausible that I would think socks in the hot tub was acceptable. Um, and that's a problem. This has been Hot Tub Chat. This has been Tub Buds with me and Nick and our guest Patrick. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, stay bubbly. No problem, fun. I, they can't hear you over the Vinga bus, unfortunately. 